Hey there, thanks for joining us for the latest podcast from Resound Church. We really believe that together we are better, and our heart is to reach, send, nurture, and disciple people as they become all that God has intended them to be. You can subscribe to our content on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, or head over to our website, resound.church forward slash app, to grab our app, which will keep you up to date with everything going on. We hope you're encouraged by today's message. Well, good morning, everyone. It's so great to be here and to connect with you. Hey, we've all got devices in our hands because we actually want to connect with you online today. So we are launching our um, new series, Help, I Need Somebody, and that is going to be all around the Holy Spirit over the next four weeks. You know, as a people, as people of God, we actually need to be able to call on the help of the Holy Spirit. And I guess our heart for this morning um, and for the following weeks is going to be to, I guess, equip you with some tools and really challenge you in your walk of faith of how you are integrating the Holy Spirit into that. So I've actually invited Ruth and Nath to join with me this morning so we can have a bit of a discussion around it um, and pull apart some stuff, I guess, challenge each other to go higher in God, to really delve into what it means to walk di- daily with the Holy Spirit, uh, who is the Holy Spirit, that sort of stuff. So I'm going to ask them some questions and we're just going to pull that all apart. So thanks for being with us this morning, guys. No worries. So probably a good place to start is like, who is the Holy Spirit and why is he so important? What do you reckon, Nath? Yeah, yeah, I, I can kick it off. Um, so I would consider myself a little bit of uh, a novice in this area overall, uh, in a way, just because I think the Holy Spirit is is a really complex thing to mm. understand. Um, and in doing a little bit of um, further research to kind of like uh, make my knowledge a bit more, uh, I came across just all these complexities and intricacies. And I think that's part of the mystery of God that He has, so that we want to learn more, mm. um, so that we want to dig deeper. Um, but first of all, I think that the Holy Spirit is a companion, first and foremost, um, and it takes the form in, in God's presence and spirit that actually lives inside of us. Um, and it's something we all have access to. It's something we can all um, receive. And the Bible says it can happen even as simply as asking for it, yeah. um, which I just think is incredible. Uh, so, yeah, I suppose that's kind of my quick and short little version of um, who the Holy Spirit is. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I loved this description. He is the personal but unseen power and presence of God in the world. And, you know, as we read through the Bible, we see um, evidence of him in the Old Testament and in the New Testament. Um, You know, the book of Acts alone actually mentions the Holy Spirit over 40 times. So I would suggest that he's quite a crucial part to our relationship um, and someone that God wanted us to pay attention if there was that amount of, um, you know, reference to him through the Bible and the old and the new. What do you reckon? Yeah, absolutely. And I think also like um, when Jesus was going to go back and be with his father in heaven, he said, I'm going to send the comforter who will be the one that will lead, guide, Mm. be there for you, direct you. And so for me, it was like Jesus was, he's the ultimate. Mm. But then he says, but don't worry, I'm sending the Holy Spirit. How awesome is that? We are so incredibly blessed to know that we have the Holy Spirit to lead and guide us. Yeah. So what sort of role do you reckon the Holy Spirit can play in our lives? What, what have we seen evidence from even in the Bible um, that, yeah, ways that he can help us? 
Well, um, yeah, I think there's a few things. I've got like five little points here that kind of sum it up. So I think the Holy Spirit is a helper who teaches and um, reminds us, especially of the things of God and the Mm. things on the heart of God. Um, I think the Holy Spirit also helps convict us of our of our sin and the things more more so that aren't of God not necessarily individual acts per se um, but things that aren't of God um, the next point is that he dwells in us um, as we've said before like each and every day um, he's a source of revelation wisdom and power and most of all he guides to all truth um, and we know that the truth is in Jesus Christ and yeah. everything that he is and that the Bible claims and and says that he is um, so, yeah, I think they're just a couple of points that kind of round out the role of the Holy Spirit yeah. for me, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I think, too, the Holy Spirit's that inner voice. You know, sometimes we we don't even realise we're hearing from the Holy Spirit. Sometimes we even ignore mm. the voice. And um, I've learned to, over the years, you know, I'll be driving my car down the road and suddenly a name pops into my head and yeah. I think, oh, I'm just going to ring that person. And when I ring them immediately that person's like, I was about to ring you. I'm really struggling. I'm really going through a hard time or this is going on. And it's been that moment where they've needed, they've cried out to the Lord Mm. and the Holy Spirit's come to me and said, hey, Ruth, you need to act on this. I think sometimes we ignore that voice and we just think, oh, that's nothing. It's just me. But I think we have to learn to act on the voice. Act on that, that that's in a still voice that speaks. And I think he speaks more to us than we give him the time to hear him. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, and you know, while um, the Holy Spirit can speak to us for other people, I think he can speak to us about ourselves too. I love that the Bible actually refers to him as our helper or our comforter, our encourager um, and counsellor and our advocate. You know, and and I don't know, sometimes it's just nice to know that we're not on a journey by ourselves. Actually, we've got somebody that's on the journey with us that can help us, lead us, bring comfort, guidance, wisdom, whatever it is that we need in that situation. But we, we get to do that with the Holy Spirit in our daily lives. Um, so, you know, I think our relationship with the Holy Spirit is so important. But Ruth, I think what you were saying before, you know, I, I'm not sure we all know every single time he speaks to us. No. And so, um, you know, it's taking those times that we do recognise that the Holy Spirit is speaking, the Holy Spirit is guiding us and, and, and jumping on those times. And, and like you said, you know, for you yeah. driving sometimes, um, it you know, those names will come into your head. You know, other times it can be something different. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. For, for me, it's exercise. I know that's not going to relate with everybody here or online, but <laughs> I often find that when I'm, when I'm running or, or riding my bike, I think that it gives um, my mind a reason because it's focusing on one thing and that becomes mundane. It actually just opens my mind to hear the things of the Spirit and mm-hmm. I kind of lose all those um, worldly distractions in that time. Yeah. Um, and they've been the most profound encounters I've, I've had, even if it's through pain and exercise. <laughs> <laughs> but everyone here is, you know, ha- I think everybody has a place where they can connect with God the most. For me, it's listening to worship music. You know, yeah. if I have worship music on, it's just like I can, I don't know, have this sense more that God is with me and, and I can hear him more clearly. 
um, in, in that sort of, of way, you know, almost stilling my mind to a point where I'm not thinking of the million and one things that are going on in the day, but actually taking some time aside to say, okay, God, I want to meet with you and I need to hear from you. You know, one of the ways that I do that is by journaling. And so I'll, I'll write a letter to God, but then I'll stop and I'll allow God to actually respond, but I'll write those words out. And I remember the first time doing that going, but what if it's not God? And what if it's not what he's saying? And uh, But I just I needed to stop and go, actually, God, I'm going to believe that you can utilize um, me to hear you in this way, that I can actually write down what you're saying in response to me. Because yeah. God wants a two-way conversation, not a one-way conversation. Yeah. 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 I think on that too, what you were just saying with that, um, the fear of, oh, could it be me? I always laugh because sometimes I read back. Well, not sometimes, all the time I read back after I've done that. And what's being said to me, I would never write Mm. because I I don't think I'd want it. (laughs) Um, But I know that that it is the Holy Spirit and he does want to encounter us and, and speak to us. Absolutely. Yeah. So, Nath, you kind of um, mentioned before, how how do we have a relationship with the Holy Spirit? Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, uh, I briefly mentioned before that we can we can ask for it, and that's what it says um, in the scripture. And I totally believe that, and, yeah. and have experienced that. I still remember the time uh, it was actually in in kids' church um, when I was about twelve years old, where we had a little introduction to the Holy Spirit, and. Um, we, we were asked if we wanted to, and I put my hand up. And I, I, I just remember that moment so vividly, like I can picture the room, I can picture the people that were there. And it was just this real encounter. It was probably like my first encounter that I can remember yeah. um, with God, but it also with the Holy Spirit. And I think it's just what you were saying before, um, Sarah, about him being this like intercessor between us and God. Yeah. I, I think that was in, done intentionally um, so that we can have someone a bit more relatable and like hear me right God's definitely relatable Mm. and and the Holy Spirit's an extension of that Mm. Um, but there's traits of the Holy Spirit living with us each and every day and because he resides in us in in that distinctive way um, I think that's really how we can relate to him because if we think about you know he's gone through the same stuff he's he's with us in our minds and our hearts as we're going through our trials of life um, and things like that so and but I do think at the same time it's a decision to have a daily relationship um, with him Uh, so many times I go oh yeah the Holy Spirit's with me I'm doing this it's fine but I think it's an actually really conscious decision for us to go you know what um, I'm out of my depths here in this situation we're relying on you Holy Spirit and I think that's in those moments where we give God the full rights to move um, and that's when he does his greatest work. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. absolutely. So how, and we've kind of alluded a little bit about some ways, but but how do we hear him? Like what ways can we hear the Holy Spirit and know that that's him guiding and leading us, do you think? I think it's, number one, being aware and allowing the Holy Spirit to speak. Sometimes we get so cluttered, our lives get cluttered. We have to give him space. We actually have to put ourselves aside at times and allow him to have a moment with us. And I think too often our lives are just running at 100 miles an hour and we can't hear anything. We can't even hear... um, you know, the, the noise around us because we've zoned out and we, when we zone out, we don't allow the Holy Spirit. So for me, I think it's really important 
to start to hear his voice, we need to make space for his voice. Mm. We need to make that room to, like you said, Seth, put the worship music on, get your pen and paper out, allow just that reflection moment to say, Holy Spirit, speak to me. Once you hear his voice, once you learn it, it's amazing that even in the business of life, it can disturb you. It can interrupt you and do it. But you won't be interrupted or disturbed if you aren't aware of it. And so you've got to learn how to find that voice. Yeah, I I totally agree with that. And it actually alludes to two things that you guys have brought out in in that waiting moment. Mm -hmm. Um, And I've I've written down, it talks about like learning the volume of God's voice and the Holy Spirit. And I think it's really funny that they've both mentioned these times of just pausing. So even when they're doing things that they know connect them with God and enter the Spirit deeper, that they're allowing time to then stop everything and just let the Spirit talk because it talks about in the Bible that He comes in the stillness. He doesn't come, He wasn't in the earthquake, He wasn't in the in the storm, but he was in the in the gentle whisper yeah. that came and, and reached them. Yeah. And I think it's knowing that actually we can hear his voice. I love what it says in John ten twenty seven, my sheep listen to my voice, I know them and they follow me. Which means if we can listen to his voice, that we have the capability of hearing him. You know, and and I think so often we get so stuck in our mind going, Oh, but I don't know if it's God and ah, how do I know that this is him? And but as we said, the more that we kind of recognize or even look back sometimes in hindsight and go, No, that was God. That feeling that I had, that gut feeling that I had, or that random thought that popped in my mind, or you know, um, that dream or whatever. Whatever it might have been, they're the moments that we can go back and say, okay, I had that experience then, this feels the same. And then trusting. I think there's such an element of trust when it comes to, okay, God, I'm going to trust that when I write my reply or allow space for that reply to come, that the words that I'm writing out are your voice. And I'm the same as you, Ruth. I would not write half the stuff that comes out. Not at all. But you know what? It's always the right word at the right time to bring encouragement. And and isn't that one of the attributes of the Holy Spirit that we know he is an encourager? Um, You know, I don't know about you guys, sometimes scripture, it's like I'll be led to certain passages of scripture to to look at. And I believe that's the Holy Spirit's leading as well. Um, Songs. It's like... Do you have random songs that pop in your head? I do all the time. Do you ever wake up with a song? Like I wake up with a song sometimes and it's like clear as day and it's just like that's that reminder this morning. Actually, I'm not by myself and I'm not doing this life by myself. Um, Actually, I'm doing it with the Holy Spirit, walking with me, talking with me and doing it with me. So I think, yeah, just having that trust that it's him. All right. So let's go the spiritual language, speaking in tongues. And I know a whole stack of people get really confused um, around this. So I really want to pull this apart. What's with it? You know, when um, I started to read this scripture earlier, and sorry about that, that my phone went crazy. But it was talking about the day of Pentecost when that 120 were in the upper room and they were just seeking 
God. Mm. You know, they were praying, they were worshipping, they were placing themselves in a position. And Jesus had said, I'm going to send the Holy Spirit, the Comforter. And then what happened in that upper room that day was really clear that it says, suddenly there was a sound from heaven like the roaring of a mighty windstorm and it filled the house where they were sitting. Then look, what looked like tongues of fire appeared and settled on each of them. And everyone present was filled with the Holy Spirit and began speaking in other languages. Yeah. Began to speak in other languages. It's our heavenly language. Yeah. It's weird. It's crazy. We don't understand it. But what I do know is that when we receive it and we use it, the force of it against the enemy is powerful. Yeah. Did you great. know that when you speak in tongues, you cannot think of anything else at the same time. Did you know that? So when you do it, give it a go. Try it. Just start speaking in tongues. I have tried and tried and tried and thought, right, I'm going to really try and think of other things. I can't. (laughs) It takes over my whole mind. It's it's a language that takes captive your mind Mm. that enables you to be present with the Holy Spirit, be present with God, and the enemy cannot filtrate in. See, if you can't hear anything when you're speaking in tongues, the enemy can't bring those negative words to your destruction. It's amazing. It's an incredible gift. It's not crazy. It's not weird. It's not stupid. It's not Pentecostal people being crazy. It's understanding on the day of Pentecost they received it and it says in the scripture that we can all have that gift and we should want to have it and seek after it. And desire it take on it yeah absolutely and and you know I think it's a language that develops too I know I remember when I first started speaking in tongues and I reckon I had two words and I'm like is this it like but the more that I utilized it actually the more that I learnt a language and I you know isn't that like when we start to talk as a baby you know what's every baby's first word pretty much is dad dad you know is it mums want it to be mums but come on it's nearly always dad dad but that's how their language begins and then you know they get to to a school age and they've got a, a full vocab of being able to communicate you know how they're feeling but receive you know instruction back as well and understand and comprehend and I think you know speaking in tongues is the same that that it's a language that's developed the more that we utilize it and and I just wonder how much we're all utilizing it and what would happen if the, the company of Christians would get together and actually step into utilising the, the um, gift of speaking in tongues to see situations changed? Yeah. yeah, I just think there's such a powerful thing about the spiritual language. Yeah. And uh, I know that sometimes I've heard the phrase coined around like the heavenly language. Yes. Now, I know that sometimes there's a bit of, you know, scriptural controversy about whether Paul actually meant that or not yeah. kind of thing. But at the same time, I think it's our way of kind of understanding it yeah. um, and helping us relate to a little bit more because yeah. that's where it said, like, it does sound sometimes like a bit of crazy language, um, especially to those who haven't seen it or, or been in it or have it themselves. Um, but I really think like often when I'm worshipping, the greatest times when I'm feeling the spirit is when I'm connecting on that level yeah. um, and speaking in tongues. But I think it just, it, I feel that it connects me with the heart of God. Mm-hmm. Like it really, as you said, it, it just winds out all distractions yeah. um, and you can't physically do anything else. And they're the moments that I've had the deepest connections with God. Yeah. 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 
1 Corinthians 14.2 says, For if you have the ability to speak in tongues, you will be talking only to God, since people won't be able to understand you. You will be speaking by the power of the Spirit, but it will be mysterious. You know, and so there's an element of when we speak in tongues that there's this mystery around it. But don't let the mystery of speaking in tongues be the very thing that is your hang up of not actually being able to step into and experience the power that comes um, as that happens. You know, can we offend the Holy Spirit? Yeah, we can. Yeah? Yeah. The scripture says yeah. that um, the greatest sin, actually, the the unforgivable sin, is mm. when we um, reject the Holy Spirit. Mm. And I'd say rejection is one of the greatest offences. Yes. And so um, we've got to be really careful that we don't reject the Holy Spirit or we don't um, offend him by, I guess, ignoring him, um, all of those things. But yes, I definitely believe we can offend him. Yeah, an interesting thing that came out when I was kind of doing a bit of background research into this was there's actually a couple of times where they, I suppose, use personification um, of the Holy Spirit and use like he and, and, you know, these words that describe it as a person. And it kind of just got me thinking in this different element that if he's the intercessor, but we're living with him day by day, there's going to be these elements that are relatable um, Mm. I suppose is the best way to think about it so if he's a person that's working a spiritual person that's working along us each and every day then just like any other person we can offend him we can offend him by ostracizing him out we can offend him by not spending time with him um, just like you would a good friend you know what I mean so um, a couple of things like uh, to resist him to blaspheme him or or to to quench him in terms of stifling his voice Um, and just ignoring it, just like any other person. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's really important to keep in mind. Absolutely. So what sort of personal encounters have you had with the Holy Spirit that have changed your life? You know, as I was preparing, I was reminded of a time that I was at a camp and, um, you know, camp food's not great. So we decided to, a, a girlfriend and myself had decided to jump in the car and go down to Macca's. And as we were talking about it, I kind of felt a bit sick And I'm like, this is kind of weird. I just want to go get Maccas. But I felt like we shouldn't go. And I kept going, ah, don't worry about it. Let's get in the car. Let's go. And as we're heading down the road, it's like the car all of a sudden lost power. And I'm like, what the heck is going on? And then a few moments later, it would come back up. And I still had this overwhelming sense of we shouldn't go. But, you know, Maccas was calling and... (laughs) And so we just, I just kept ignoring it and, and, you know, probably three or four times this car lost power and then would come back to life again and there'd been no issues with the car before then. Anyway, um, we get a bit further up the road after having all these little interlude stops and we actually came across a car accident and it was at that time I went, oh, Holy Spirit, you're trying to stop me. You're trying to stop me so I didn't get hurt. And I ignored his prompting, so he intervened in another way. And the crash was horrendous. And I'm so thankful that God intervened at that time. But it really taught me a lesson that I've got to stop and listen. And if I'm losing my peace in something, often that's the Holy Spirit saying, hang on, you've got to reassess what's going on here. My desire in that moment for Maccas 
<laughs> which seems so fickle and yep. so silly, actually overrode what the Holy Spirit was trying to warn me of. Yeah. Um, but I, as I said, it, it taught me a huge lesson that day it, that if that happens, I need to stop and work out why and not just go, oh, you know, it's just silliness, but go, okay, God, you're trying to say something here. I need to be attentive in here. Wow. Yeah, um, yeah I, I can't say I've had... Um one particular like big encounter with yeah. the Holy Spirit in terms of you know something that changed me, but I think I I have encounters every day, um, and I think I think that's what what it really is for me is that so even if it's um, a prompting uh, just to to talk to somebody, and I think like even sometimes even when you're at the shops and you know it's just even having a chat with the cashier and yeah. you know even ending it and saying you know and have a good day and enjoy the rest of your shift. Um, so I don't feel the need to say that all the time necessarily um but particular times um yeah I've definitely felt the Holy Spirit prompt me to do that and um I can also say there's been times where I've ignored the Holy Spirit in those times as well um but yeah definitely in the everyday I can um encounter one experience where the Holy Spirit was my definite comforter Mm -hmm. at the moment and it was when we were in India we were flying from one place into another place we were flying into Calcutta and the storm hit and um, Shay and Melissa will be going yeah we remember the day and we were up in that air and I've never experienced anything like it I actually thought this is it this is it because we were we were going in and out diving like the the plane was on its site. Like, I know it sounds crazy, but it really was really bad. But it was at that moment that um, I just started to speak in tongues so loudly in the plane. I actually didn't care who was around me. One guy looked and I said, I don't care. Just pray to pray. I'm praying right now that we're going to be okay. But as soon as I started to pray in tongues really loud, something comforted me. It was like a peace. It was like, hang on, things just stopped me. And then I stopped and I started to realise, hang on, God's not finished with me yet. It was like that moment of an encounter with the Holy Spirit that said, I've got you, it's okay, you're going to be all right. And um, this peace came. In the midst of the storm, the peace came, but it was through, you know, just speaking in in tongues really um, loudly. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, that's uh, that's really cool. And you know, other times I've had encounters is like at four thirty in the morning. It's like is that the only time you can get my attention, God? <laughs> Seriously. Um, but you know what? The reality is sometimes it is. Yeah. And so it's like he'll wake uh, he'll wake me in, and sometimes it'll be about me, and we, we you know we journey a whole heap of stuff just in prayer. Um, other times he'll really lay something on my heart to really pray for someone. And then you'll hear, you know, somewhere down the track of, oh, you know, this was happening at that time. And it's like, oh, you know, you think to yourself, that's the time I was prompted to pray. Um, And we can't discount those times. You know, um, our challenge is actually to walk out each day with the Holy Spirit, to allow ourselves to, to, to have eyes that see um, and ears that are attentive and sometimes actually step out in faith and believe what we're hearing is from him. Um, I'm going to ask the band to come up, um, come back for us. But, you know, people today are, are looking for the presence of God, yeah. not a presentation of him, but his presence. Yeah. 
And the Holy Spirit is the one that shows us his presence. The Holy Spirit's one of his whole roles is to point to God and who he is. And so I guess I want to leave you with a challenge this morning. If you've really struggled in your faith, if you've struggled to know, hey, is God even real? Or, or what is this relationship with God? You know, is this all that it is? That you need to embrace the Holy Spirit's activity in your life, to pray, to believe, to step out in faith, to take those little promptings, you know, to stop doubting and actually having an openness to go, you know what, Holy Spirit, I'm going to believe that that's you. And if it's not, can you make it really clear? Because come on, we're all, we're all human. We all mess up sometimes, you know, that gurgle in your stomach may not be the Holy Spirit, but it might be, but actually stepping out in faith and, and getting confirmation after confirmation. Come on, God wants your heart and all of it. And the Holy Spirit is here to help us in our journey. Let's be a people who actually walk with Him and talk with Him. You know, when we open the Word of God, that we would be a people that wouldn't just launch into reading straight away, but we'd take a moment to pray and say, Holy Spirit, as I open your Word today, bring me revelation. You know, if you come across a passage of Scripture that you don't understand, that you go, I need your help, Holy Spirit, to actually show me what's going on here because I don't understand this element or how do I apply this daily into my life? The Holy Spirit is there to lead us and to guide us and to ensure that we know that we're not by ourselves. So I just want to wrap up our time this morning in prayer and just pray that each of us, You know, even this week, God, that we would have a fresh and new encounter with you. God, if there's people that have never um, known that they could activate their relationship with the Holy Spirit, that they would have the courage and tenacity to go after that this week. God, that you would enable us to see you moving and working in our situations. I pray even right now, God, that there would be a peace that would come across some people that have really found these last couple of days really tough, that you would come and be their comforter, Holy Spirit, that you would fill their room with your presence. God, that each of us this week would see glimpses of your fingerprints all over on things in our conversations. God, in those times that we put worship music on, that we would hear you, that there would be a refreshing, a fresh wind of your Spirit that would come upon us all and reignite our passion to have a deeper and more intimate relationship with You. God, we want to get to know Your Holy Spirit more. Would You grant us that prayer? God, that we would know Your Holy Spirit like we've never known before. God, I even pray right now after this service is coming to a completion, God, that those that have been challenged in that would open the Word of God, that they would be able to see fresh and new revelation come and it'd be like the Word of God coming to life very before them. The very things they've been praying for would be found answers through Your Word or You would come even right now, God, and just deposit one Word in people's lives that enables them to know that they can continue on in their journey. Holy Spirit, we want you to be in and through our lives. We want to know what it is to walk with you day in and day out. We thank you that your presence is with us. Amen. 
Hey, what a great message. Thanks for joining us here at Resound Church. We pray that you've been encouraged through the message and that you've grown just a little bit closer to God. While you're online, why don't you head over and give us a like on Facebook or Instagram or check out our website at resound.church. You can subscribe to our content on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or head over to our website resound.church forward slash app to grab our app, which will keep you up to date with everything going on. Well, don't forget next week, there'll be another amazing podcast here to listen to from Resound Church. We hope you join us then.